our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Well, you've probably heard your share of home improvement horror stories, shoddy work, missed deadlines, cost overruns, and no-show home improvement contractors. And maybe you've already lived through that contractor hell, but you don't need to. Reference checking is the ball game. Read our 10 questions to ask a contractor's previous customers when you hit moneypit.com. Just click on ideas and tips, then click repair and improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. Coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are the difference between a grounded outlet and an embarrassing trip to the hospital. We want <laughs> you to work safely. We want you to work efficiently. And we want you to get those jobs done. We're here to help you do just that. We've got the tips, the advice to help you get those projects done quickly and efficiently. Pick up the phone, though, and help yourself by calling us at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. We've got a very busy hour planned for you, chock-a-block full of lots of home improvement tips. Up first, are you tired of looking at the dingy, dirty grout in your morning shower? Well, there's a way to bring that grout back to life. It doesn't have to cost a fortune. We're going to give you a trick of the trade for bringing back the whiteness that once was. And also this hour, I know this has happened to everybody out there because it's happened to me. You know, you're doing the laundry. You think you empty out all the pockets. You got everything out, right? And all of a sudden, you're going through the wash and you find out you left lipstick or a crayon or something in that wash and then into the dryer. I can't tell you how many times I've left lipstick in my pants No, but you know it with your kids. The guys are really feeling it out there. They know exactly what you're talking Uh -uh. about. Any dad out there has fished a crayon out of that dryer and what an enormous mess it's made. Well, you might not be able to get that stain out of the clothes, but we are going to tell you what you need to do to get that stain out of the dryer so it doesn't keep on turning into the gift that keeps on giving. We're going to tell you what to do in just a little bit. It's terrible. Cleaning it up at one eight 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 Money Pit. Also coming up this hour, do you hibernate all winter long? You're about to spend most of your time inside, so you better make sure that the air is cleared. You know that the EPA says that the air inside your house is actually 100 times more polluted than the air outside. Oh. We're going to get some expert tips from an indoor air quality expert in just a bit. And also, we love to give away prizes here at the Money Pit, and we have got a really great one this hour because one caller who we talked to on the air with the home improvement question, and that question can't be, give me this prize, or how do I get that prize? It's got to be something wrong with your house or something that you need help with. This prize is the Ryobi four-piece lithium-ion combo kit. It is brand spanking new. It is just hitting the market. It's worth 260 bucks, but it could be yours for free. It's got a circ saw, it's got a drill, it's got a flashlight, all kinds of cool stuff in it. They, they sent me one, so the one I sent you will only be slightly used. Oh! <laughs> Call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Giving away that great kit worth 260 bucks. 
Who's first? Jeff and Iowa's got a question about the bath. What's going on? Yeah, um, I have some tile that is cracking, like, right around the toilet. And the grout around the tile, uh, around the tile is, like, flaking. And there's caulk around the bathtub, so to, to keep it from expanding and all that. So I don't know how it could be cracking. Well, underneath the toilet, there's a wax seal, and that makes the, the, the seal between the toilet and the drain. And if the wax seal is starting to break down, which happens from, you know, movement and shifting the toilet over the years, you could be leaking some water out there. And if you leak the water out, the floor is going to start to decay, then it's going to get softer, and that could cause shifting in the tile to crack. So the first thing I would do is I would very carefully place my foot against the side bowl of the toilet and press very gingerly around there to see if there's any sponginess in the floor. Yeah, there definitely is. Ah, okay. Well, now you have a bigger problem because now what you're going to have to do is pull that toilet up and you're going to have to pull the toilet, the tile out, and you're probably going to have some floor decay in there. And, and that's unfortunately fairly common. You're going to have okay. to repair the floor, put the tile back, replace the wax seal, and set it back in place. It sounds like that's a pretty common wear and tear pattern that you're experiencing there, Jeff, around the toilet. And if you don't fix it, it's going to get worse a, a lot quicker. Well, that would explain... Probably why there's water leaking through the ceiling downstairs. Then. Now, now there, that's a clue. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, thanks so much for calling okay. us at 888 Money Pit. Thank you. Marilyn in Colorado, what's happening at your Money Pit? Hi. Hi there. Um, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a water leak from above me from my neighbor who had bad plumbing and water okay. came down. And, right. and it kind of sat in the center of the ceiling, and okay. I didn't. And over time, the it began to sag. All right, and so the ceiling is physically deformed. Then, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Well, and did you say this is a condominium? Yeah, it is. Will the association help you with these types of sort of neighborly issues, uh, or is it up to you to fix it? Yeah, at this point, um, it's. It's kind of up to me now. Okay. Well, here's what you need to know. Um, first of all, when the drywall actually sags, it, you can't do anything to get it back into place. A little trick of the trade, although it's too late for you now, but for those that have ever had this happen to them, if you get an active leak that's coming through a ceiling, the first thing that you want to do, which is very counterintuitive, is poke some holes in the ceiling. If you catch it while it's active and you poke holes in, the water comes out from behind it, it dries out, and then you just have a couple of small holes. Now what you're going to have to do is replace that whole section. So you're going to have to cut out between the floor joists as wide as you need to go to get through the warped part. And it's basically a matter of cutting out the ceiling and nailing in a new place and then using uh, tape at the joints. You'd probably use fiberglass tape, which is perforated and easy to apply, and then about three coats of spackle. But this basically involves cutting out the warped drywall and patching it, putting new stuff in. There's no way around it. Okay. All right. Well, that's helpful, and I'm sure probably... I can hire, like, a handyman type to do that. Absolutely. Marilyn, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Okay, thank you. Larry in Kansas, you've got the money pit. What's going on at your house? My high school woodworking teacher would also send students to the principal for a board stretcher. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best joke. (laughs) What is the best mixture of Clorox beets with water uh, to take care of mildew on sidewalls and overhangs? 
Well, um, probably for uh, the purposes of cleaning exterior siding, I would probably use one-third bleach and two-thirds water. Uh, you can also use a number of commercially available products to do that. There are house wash products that have milled aside in them that are perhaps a bit safer on the plants. When you use Clorox, you have to be careful with the plants. That, and uh, yourself. You have to be careful with your arms. What's, yeah. the, Absolutely. what's the name yeah. of the products? Well, there's Joe Max, which is the Zinzer company, and there's J-O-M-A-X, and there's, uh, uh, what's the one from Flood? Dex? Flood uh, has the Dexwood cleanser. Dexwood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really do just like the plain old bleach and water. You just really do need to protect your hands, your eyes, and be cautious around stuff in the house. I have a north roof, and, and the heritage shingles have a, what looks like mildew on them. Is mm-hmm. there, do mm-hmm. I need to be concerned about that, and is there anything I can do about that? It won't hurt the shingles. So you don't have to worry about the wear and tear. Um, If you want to try to cut, I understand, it doesn't look so nice. So if you want to clean it up, you can use the milled aside, either the Clorox or you can use one of the commercial products. And then here's another trick of the trade, Larry. If you were to add a copper ridge vent or a nickel ridge vent across the peak of that roof, you will find that that has the effect of washing the roof every time it rains because it releases some metal and it acts as a ridge mil- vent. Yep, mm-hmm. a copper ridge vent. Or, or nickel. Or nickel, or simply a strip of copper over the ridge or a strip of nickel over the ridge. It will release some metal every time it rains and that will act as a mill decide. And the third thing you can do is try to get more sunlight on that north side of the roof. If you can cut back some trees, uh, sunlight is the best mill decide. Can I buy that? Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you can buy copper flashing, for example, and use that. Copper flashing. Thank you for answering me. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, and we are here to help you figure out any home improvement problem, any home improvement dilemma. Just pick up the phone and call us with your question, and we'll help. 1 888 Money Pit. 888 666 3974. Up next, a stray crayon, a forgotten pen, or excess dye from clothing leaching out not only stains your clothes, but also your dryer. When that happens, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It keeps on staining and staining and staining clothes. We're going to give you a trick of the trade that will help you wash your dryer of those stains next. Money pit. Table saw. 18 volt drill driver. Eight piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With Ryobi, you can actually afford them. Ryobi Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. Ryobi. Exclusively at the Home Depot. Soaring energy prices, brutal insurance rates, variable rate loans that go nowhere but up. These are very tough times for homeowners. So we decided to do something about it. That's right. We partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program to ease the squeeze on American homeowners. And we're so sure that you're going to save tons of money using this unique membership that we're going to give you a month for free. Not only that, we'll give you a pair of top-notch electronic tools from Zircon, the LaserBall 360, and the sensor i60 just for becoming a member you will save money with your membership we guarantee it call 1-866-REAL-HOME that's 1-866-REAL-HOME it's a no-brainer but you're going to have to be one of our first 1,000 members so call right now at 1-866-REAL-HOME AOL's new real estate site has the answer to any question a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's kind of spooky, almost like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? 
Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Hmm. Well, I do have a question about my 60s style bungalow because there's pink paint in the back and. Mud composition. Stabilize with 3 in 1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. Wouldn't it be great if you never had to worry about running out of hot water? Do you want to pay less money to heat water for your home? How about this? A $300 credit on this year's taxes. All of those things can be yours with a Rheem tankless water heater. A Rheem tankless water heater is backed up by more than 80 years of trusted quality and a reliable reputation and provides as much hot water as you want when you want it. You can run the dishwasher, your washing machine, and shower at the same time and still have plenty of hot water left over. And Rheem tankless water heaters qualify for a $300 federal energy efficiency tax credit through the end of 2007. So if you're in the market for a new water heater and you never want to run out of hot water again, now is a great time to go tankless. Plenty of hot water, energy efficiency, and a $300 tax credit. What more could you want? Relax. It's Ream. Visit Ream.com to learn more. That's R-H-E-E-M.com. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories, with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Leslie and I are like your handy neighbors, although we know better than to lend you our power tools. We actually do better than that. (laughs) We give them to you. We give them away. We're giving away this hour a $260 set of lithium-ion OnePlus Ryobi Combo Kit. It's got four cool tools in it, and it's available at the Home Depot, but we're going to give one away if you pick up the phone right now and call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. You must have a home improvement question and be willing to come on the air and ask us to qualify. We'll choose one name at random at the end of today's show and shoot that person out. This great set of tools from Ryobi, the four-piece lithium-ion combo kit worth 260 bucks. Yeah, that is a great prize. I mean, it really is. And the battery power folks, you're going to be blown away by it. So earlier in the program, Tom and I were joking, we know, about lipsticks and crayons and things getting stuck in your pockets and making their way through the laundry. But if it happens, you know what a giant mess it could be for your clothes and for your dryer. So believe it or not, you will end up with a stain in the dryer and then it's going to go on the next load of clothes and the next one. So if you find yourself in this situation, what you want to do is you want to make sure that you apply a spray cleaner into the tumbler, a mild abrasive or even a laundry stain treatment to the affected area and you want to wipe it away with a damp cloth. Then dry a load of old towels or rags for about 25 minutes and these steps will remove that stain. Even if a mark remains on that tumbler, that color is not going to transfer onto your clothes. So you don't have to replace the dryer, you don't have to freak out, it's easy to fix but make sure you do it otherwise you are going to be running through clothes quicker than I don't know what. Tricks, tips, advice. Pick up the phone right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. We can help. Leslie, who's next? Kay in Vermont. You've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you? 
I have a very, I'm renting a very nice two-bedroom townhouse. And last winter, the temperatures were so severe that the wood door warped. Now, should I just push for a storm door and see if that will work? Or should I go to have them replacing the door? Well, perhaps both. If the wood door is warped, you're having a bad seal there. So there's a couple of things you can do. First of all, you could weather strip to make up for the warping. Secondly, you could add the storm door, or you could have them replace the door. Now, if you have a brand new door in there, you probably won't need a storm door. It's really going to be kind of up to your landlord. Yeah, and especially if you if you have any pull at all with the landlord as to material or the type of door that they would use, you might want to ask them for a fiberglass door because based on the weather that you get in the Vermont area, it's, it's hot in the summer, it's cold in the winter, you're getting severe winters. You want to get a material like fiberglass because it's not going to warp or rot or twist like real wood might, but it's going to look just like wood. It's gorgeous. It has graining. It's got beautiful staining in it. So it really will stand up well. If you've got any pull, ask for that. Take a look at a website for uh, the folks that invented fiberglass doors, uh, Thermatru, T-H-E-R-M-A-T-R-U. Um, you can buy these at Lowe's for as little, I think it's about three or $400, so they don't have to be too expensive, and they're about eight times more energy efficient than, than wood doors. Kay, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Now we've got Tom in Anchorage, Alaska, who's dealing with a possible mold situation. How can we help? Hi, guys. Uh, yeah, I've got a, a crawl space. It's about four feet high. And I've got um, uh, this musty smell down there. And mm -hmm. uh, I think, you know, I haven't seen any mold, but I'm thinking that, you know, it sounds like there might be some there. So, uh, you know, looking at uh, maybe trying to wipe it down and, and uh, get rid of the smell and then what I do to treat it as far as uh, keeping it from coming back. Um, I've got visqueen down or, you know, four mil plastic down on the floor. And um, uh, that... I haven't had any moisture per se. Okay. Uh, you know, we have a wet season that things get uh, get real wet. So, well, let's start uh, with the basics, Tom. First of all, make sure that you are, are keeping that as dry as possible by paying careful attention to your exterior gutters, making sure that they are clean, make sure the downspouts are sloped away from the wall. And then take a look at the slope of the soil around the house, make sure that's also sloping away. Those two things will keep the moisture to a minimum inside. Now, you say that you're concerned about mold, but you're not sure that you have it. I don't want to give you advice to treat something that doesn't exist. Do you have any evidence that there's a mold problem down there now, or is it mostly just the humidity issue? Well, it's mostly the smell makes okay. me think that there well, ought to be something there. It's kind of a musty may, smell. Well, what about well, adding a fan, like a vent well, fan? Yeah, exactly. That's, what, that's exactly what I was going to suggest. What you might want to do is get a crawl space vent fan. These fans are exactly the size of a concrete block. They're 8 by 16. They fit inside of the concrete block, and they're hooked up to humidistats. So whenever the humidity becomes high in the crawl space, they automatically come on, and they draw drier air across the crawl space, which will make it less humid and, and eliminate that damp smell at the same time. Okay. Now, I, I had heard something about, uh, like, wiping down the walls with a Clorox solution, and uh, I've, I've got a, um, a, f a wood foundation stem wall. It's a treated wood. Okay. And I was wondering if there's any uh, safety issues with uh, using Clorox on that treated wood. Um, no, there isn't, but it, there's a new product out that is applied with a fogger that you might be interested in. It's called Concrobium Mold Control. It's spelled C-O-N-C-R-O-B-I-U-M. It's sold at the Home Depot, and you have to uh, get it in the rental center because you have to rent a fogger to put it on. But, but basically, it's a, it's a new non-toxic 
material that has a formula that, that sort of encapsulates the mold in the fungus, and so it will inhibit any mold growth. So it's okay on the wood wall, and it's okay on the block wall as well. So if you want to be extra safe and make sure that you, that you nip it in the bud if it's getting started, you might want to do the mold treatment down there. But also, don't forget to pay attention to those drainage issues because that is the source of many, many mold problems. Look at your overlaps on the visqueen that you've laid down on the floor when you're butting up the seams or laying two joints together. You want to make sure that you really overlap one piece over the other by a good two feet so you're not getting any sort of leakage through there as well. Painting that like with kills or something after I treat it, after I fog the, like the floor joists and the, the bottom of the flooring above, you know. The t- Generally, you don't paint your, your floor joists, and I don't really think that that's necessary. Um, I think if you control the moisture, do one treatment, you should be good to go. Hey, hey, appreciate it, guys. Thank you much. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Now we're going to talk to Janice in Connecticut. And what's going on with your basement? Well, I had um, I have sheetrock in the basement. Um, the basement has been remodeled, and uh, there it, it seems to get moisture down there. We do run a dehumidifier, but it does still seem to get moisture down there. And I wanted to put in a flooring, and I wasn't sure what kind of flooring to put in over the cement that would be the 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 best for um, basement for looks and for durability. Okay, now Janice, when you say you see moisture, are you seeing water on the floor or do you just feel it in the air? I feel it in the air and uh, um, sometimes, you know, the smell of dampness. And once in a while, a little bit um, on the wall, on what, you know, if, the, if a piece of furniture is up against the wall too close, there was one area where I did see a little bit of darkness on the wall. Okay, Janice, well, first things first, let me give you some tips on how to reduce that moisture, and then Leslie can give you some flooring suggestions. When it comes to the moisture, you have a total control over that. It usually sources outside your house, so you need to make sure that your gutters are clean and free-flowing, that the downspouts are extending away from the foundation perimeter, and also that the soil around the house is sloping away. If you manage the water on the outside, you will have far, far less humidity on the inside. You're still going to need to run that dehumidifier, but you will see you can control that moisture situation so much more greatly. Now, for flooring choices, it really depends on what kind of style you're looking for. There's a laminate flooring, which can look like tile, it can look like wood, it can look like slate, it can look like brick. Those are completely made from manufactured plastic. They're printed in such a way that depending on whatever you pick from the wood to the tile looks very natural. Because they're plastic, they're really made for a high moisture situation. If you want something that looks more like a hardwood, there's an option also. It's something called engineered hardwood, and it's built in a way similar to how plywood is put together with opposing grains, and then the top layer is the actual hardwood veneer. And that's also excellent for a basement, a bathroom, a kitchen. Totally depends on what your look is, and of course you can do tile. Excellent choice, can go right on top of the concrete, great for moisture. So it's all about your budget and what look you're going for down there. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, Janice. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. You are tuned into the Money Pit, and we have got great home improvement advice coming up, including information about the winter. You're going to find that as it gets colder, you're going to stay inside a lot more, and we want to make sure that the air inside your house is healthy. So stick around for some important information. You live in a Money Pit. Money Pit. 
The Money Pit is brought to you by Ream Tankless Water Heaters, which qualify for a $300 energy efficient tax credit if purchased before the end of this year. Learn more at ream.com. That's R H E E M.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. And as a fall and winter are upon us here, you know, it occurs to me, Leslie, that uh, this is a very beautiful time of year. The leaves change, the snow falls, Mm -hmm. it's great to look at, but we do spend more and more time inside, and when we're inside, we think about the air that we breathe inside that house. Because according to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, indoor air pollution is one of the top five environmental risks to public health, and inside air, it could be more polluted than outside air. Even up to a hundred times more polluted, which is pretty scary considering you're about to lock yourself indoors for most of the rest of the year and into next year. That's why joining us, we've got a great guest to talk about indoor air quality and what you can do to make it better. It's Sean McCarthy. He's the National Sales Manager for April Air. Welcome, Sean. Thanks for having me. So, Sean, um, you know, using an air filtration system on your HVAC system, your heating, ventilation, air conditioning system is a good idea. But there's um, a bunch of different filters out there. And I think most folks will start with the simple fiberglass filter that I call the pebble stopper because that's about all that it, that it stops. Can you give us an overview of the filtration options? Well, you're right. In fact, that fiberglass filter is what most people do to, and that's really there just to protect their heating and air conditioning equipment to make equipment to make sure it continues to operate. But it really doesn't do anything to truly clean the air inside the home. Um, and there's a there's a broad range of products that will actually clean the air from things that you can buy at your local uh, hardware or mass merchandiser store, uh, kind of an upgraded one inch filter, to a full fledged whole home air cleaner. Um, like the April Air Electronic Air Cleaner, that'll that'll actually capture 99% of all airborne contaminants um, and and truly clean the air inside the home. Well, Sean, I think it's interesting. You know, when you say air filters to people, most people think, I have them. Do I need to change them? And you're right. They range from a dollar on up. So what are some of the things besides making full, massive overhauls to your HVAC system that folks can sort of start with to update what already exists? Well, the first thing is to to um, to maintain those air air filters inside their uh, ductwork. They do need to be replaced. Um, they they load up with dust and dirt, and then what happens is air begins to bypass and it carries dirt right around the filter. So, um, and you can get from your hardware store a, a better air filtration product that'll do a better job. Um, but if you really want to clean the air inside the home to protect your home yourself from allergies. Um, airborne viruses, dust, uh, bacteria, um, you need to put a full-fledged whole home air cleaner in, which will require uh, the help of a a licensed heating and air conditioning contractor. Well, I will give you a testimonial because, now we have a hot water system in our house, but we also are fortunate to have a a ducted central air conditioning system. So what I'm saying is that we don't have to run air through the ducts in the wintertime because, of course, you wouldn't air condition then. But what we did was put in one of your whole house electronic air cleaners. I think we put the Model 5000 in. And I will run the air conditioner, not the the compressor, but just the fan in the wintertime just to clean the air in the house because it pulls out so much dust and, and even takes out virus-sized particles. Um, it does make a difference on, on how we feel in the house. For those folks that, that don't have that, what are other, what some other indoor air quality issues that they can be aware of? For example, we hear a lot about off-gassing. Is there a way to minimize that? 
Um, yeah, off-gassing, any kind of a gas or odor that's inside the home, uh, other things like radon, need to be dealt with not through air cleaning but through uh, ventilation, bringing fresh air into the home. So if you think about an odor, if you dilute it, that odor goes away. You don't notice it any longer. Um, off-gassing from carpet formaldehyde is the same way. Um, ventilation is really the best solution, which can also be done through your uh, local heating and air conditioning contractor. Um, bringing fresh air inside. And that, a lot of times, especially in the winter, we feel kind of cooped up and, and um, we want to freshen up even. the homes to, to open up the windows. That's what ventilation will provide all winter long. Well, I think it's interesting. You know, most people don't really take that step to think about the indoor air quality. And would you find that if, say, you do utilize a whole house air cleaner, that you'll feel better health-wise, maybe if you're asthmatic or if you have allergies or tend to be bronchial and coughy? Well, yeah, you'll, you'll definitely, from an asthma or, or allergy standpoint, um, if you go inside the home, shut up, the, shut the windows, and turn your blower on, as you had mentioned, Tom, you will see a dramatic difference in the in the airborne allergens in your home. And if you're sensitive, to that we'll we'll see a lot of relief. But the other things you'll notice is there'll be less dust on your um, on your furniture. You, you um, I'm not going to say you won't have to dust. Um, but there will be less dust inside your home. The, overall, the home will just be a little bit cleaner. And the difference is, I think, with the whole house system, you know, we mentioned changing out the filters within your HVAC system. If you're dealing with a whole house air cleaner like April Air's Model 5000, how often do you need to deal with the media that's responsible for the cleaning? That's really one of the benefits of a, of a whole home air cleaner. Filters should be changed every month where on a, uh, the, the element that actually does the cleaning inside an, uh, a Model 5000 April Air electronic air cleaner only needs to be replaced once a year. We're talking to Sean McCarthy. He's a national sales manager for April Air and also a guy that knows a lot about indoor air quality. And Sean, as uh, homes are being built tighter and tighter, do you think it's going to become uh, more normal to have air-to-air heat exchangers inside the house? In other words, mechanical equipment that actually does bring in that fresh air but uh, allows us to trap some of the heat before it goes out? Absolutely. We do need fresh air. When we live inside a very tight home, um, there has to be some mechanical way to bring fresh air in. The builders have done a great job building a much more energy-efficient home, but it can actually get too energy-efficient. And so uh, uh, an air-to-air heat exchanger that will bring fresh air into the home with, and, and recover the energy used to heat that so, so you don't use an energy drain is, is a much more popular product today than it was, say, five or ten years ago. Great advice from Sean McCarthy, the National Sales Manager of April Air. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit, Sean. Thanks for having me. If you'd like more information on the products that Sean mentioned, you can go to April Air's website at aprilair.com. All right. Thanks, Sean McCarthy. Well, after you've been stuck inside your house all winter, you might get tired of looking at that dirty grout in your kitchen or your bath. We are going to have a quick way to help you touch up all of that stained tiled grout around your house without any embarrassment after this. If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air, or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. 
Soaring energy prices, brutal insurance rates, variable rate loans that go nowhere but up. These are very tough times for homeowners. So we decided to do something about it. That's right. We partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program to ease the squeeze on American homeowners. And we're so sure that you're going to save tons of money using this unique membership that we're going to give you a month for free. Not only that, we'll give you a pair of top-notch electronic tools from Zircon, the LaserBall 360, and the sensor i60 just for becoming a member you will save money with your membership we guarantee it call 1-866-REAL-HOME that's 1-866-REAL-HOME it's a no-brainer but you're going to have to be one of our first 1,000 members so call right now at 1-866-REAL-HOME somewhere a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water <laughs> but you you'd rather build say a burled maple coffee mm-hmm. table RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Wouldn't it be great if you never had to worry about running out of hot water? Do you want to pay less money to heat water for your home? How about this? A $300 credit on this year's taxes. All of those things can be yours with a Ream tankless water heater. A Ream tankless water heater is backed up by more than 80 years of trusted quality and a reliable reputation and provides as much hot water as you want when you want it. You can run the dishwasher, your washing machine, and shower at the same time and still have plenty of hot water left over. And Ream tankless water heaters qualify for a $300 federal energy efficiency tax credit through the end of 2007. So if you're in the market for a new water heater and you never want to run out of hot water again, now is a great time to go tankless. Plenty of hot water, energy efficiency, and a $300 tax credit. What more could you want? Relax, it's Ream. Visit Ream.com to learn more. That's R-H-E-E-M.com. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, making good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And what are you doing right now? If you're working on your home or thinking about heading out to the home center, we can help. So call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. If we talk to you on the air today, you are automatically entered into our random prize drawing this hour. And we have a super kick-butt prize. We are giving away the brand new four-piece lithium-ion combo kit. It's from Ryobi. It's worth 260 bucks. It includes a drill, a cirque saw, and the coolest thing is that these lithium-ion batteries are compatible with anything that you may already own in the Ryobi OnePlus line of tools, so it is going to enhance every tool that you've got in your shed. So call us right now, our number, 1-888-MONEYPIT, for your chance to win. 888-666-3974. Here's a handy housekeeping tip just for you. Dingy, dirty grout, if it's bumming you out, here is how you can solve it. You can actually dye your tile grout. That's right, you can dye it. 
Yeah, with a great selection of colors, but uh, first you have to clean it with a good household cleaner. Use a stiff brush and make sure it's completely dry before applying the colorant, but you'll be really happy with the results because if it looks dingy, it can look bright again. You can you know darken it a bit. If so maybe you never you see the make dinge it, anymore? Uh, you know, yeah, choose the <laughs> dirt color tan or something and, and the dirt-friendly tan. You know, whatever color you want, but you can dye it, and that's going to be so much more effective than just trying to, uh, to suck all of that color out of it, the dirt that's got into it over the years, because sometimes you can't do. So you leave it, you live with it, and then you put the dye on top of it, and it looks great all over again, like a new, newly installed tile job. Yeah, and it's like an instant bathroom makeover. Yeah, because the tile never wears out. Only the grout is what makes it look old. And surprisingly, changing the grout color, even if it's a various shade of white or a gray or a tan or a super adventurous color, it changes the look of the tile completely. So if you're bored with that bath and you're tired of cleaning, it's a great solution. 888-666-3974. We are the solution to your do-it-yourself dilemmas. Call us right now. Leslie, who's next? All right, Mary in New Jersey, you've got the money pit. What's going on with your squeaky floors? All right. Uh, I live in a condo complex, and uh, the unit above me has a very, very, very loud squeaky floors. Oh, so they're not even your squeaky floors. <laughs> no, they're not mine. They're in the unit above mine. Do you get along with your neighbor otherwise? Uh, well, I, I really don't know the owner. Oh, okay. This is a problem mm-hmm. because all of the repair advice that we can give you, Mary, um, requires entry into the unit above mm-hmm. um, and work on those floors. Do you happen to know what kind of floors they have? Are they carpeted floors? Hardwood floors, yes. Hardwood floors. Okay. Well, you know, when you have a hardwood floors and they're squeaky, the way you repair them is by making them a little tighter because typically they get loose. Mm-hmm. And so with a hardwood floor, if I could identify the squeak area, mm-hmm. there's two ways to fix it. Number one is you could take a uh, hot dip galvanized finish nail. And the reason I say hot dip is because it's a fairly rough surface. Mm-hmm. You first have to pilot drill out a hole in the floor, and then you drive that nail through, and you have to make sure you're directly on top of a floor joist. Mm-hmm. That tightens that up. A better way to do it if you're... If you're a little more handy when it comes to woodworking is to drill a hole in the floor, countersunk for a wood plug, and you simply screw the floor down and then plug it and then refinish that little spot. But those are the type of invasive procedures that you really have to own the house to to do. In your case, uh, it's really going to require access. So um, what you might want to do is talk to the condo association and see if between you, the condo association, and the neighbor upstairs, you can kind of have a bit of a truce and uh, let one of the condo maintenance people get in there and do a bit of work on the floors and perhaps quiet, quiet it down for you. I will tell, tell you that it's kind of difficult because you're sort of always chasing that squeak around the floor a bit, especially with hardwood. It's actually easier to get rid of the squeaks if it's simply carpet over a subfloor. Mm-hmm. But that's probably the best situation. So this is a little home repair and a lot of negotiation in this case, Mary, okay? All right. Well, I just wanted to ask you one more question. I understand there are three different levels from the engineer's report that was taken here. One was that it, it could be above my ceiling which I would be responsible for if it's above my ceiling. The other would be uh, the level above that, and then there would be the level of the unit owner above me. Okay, well, listen, what you're talking about here is um, the property line. And when you own a condominium, Mm -hmm. there's a line 
that defines what's your responsibility and what's not your responsibility to fix. But I can't imagine something above your ceiling, meaning subfloor and flooring of the above apartment, would be Mary's responsibility. Well, it's interesting, Leslie, because it really depends. In some cases, um, like I had a condo once where my owned property was like inside sheetrock to inside sheetrock. Basically, I own the space inside the walls. The frame of the building was owned by the condominium association. And then the guy above would obviously own from inside sheetrock like to his floor. And with that type of ownership, the association was kind of insuring for all the structure instead mm-hmm. of a normal homeowner's policy. And you were essentially insuring for contents as well as appliances and kitchen cabinets and things like that. But all of these associations have different levels of ownership. And that line, and understanding where that line is in terms of where, the, where, the, where your ownership um, stops and the association starts when the next owner starts after that. That's what makes the difference. And when it comes to this very practical problem, a squeaky floor, you know, it can become pretty super complicated. That's why I say this is a little bit home repair and a lot of it negoti- a lot of negotiation. And fortunately, it's not a hard thing to fix. You're just going to have to try to get all of the parties together and see if you can get them to cooperate on getting it fixed. Mary, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, you got a window that won't stay up in your house. That is Pat's question. We're going to tackle that when we open our email bag after this. You live in a Money Pit. The Money Pit is being brought to you by, well, by us. Save hundreds a month on groceries, not to mention significant savings on home improvement products and services with your new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership. And get $50 in Zircon tools if you join in the next 30 minutes. Call now, 866-REAL-HOME. That's 866-REAL-HOME. Now here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The website is moneypit.com. The telephone number, 888-MONEYPIT. You can jump onto the website, click on Ask Tom and Leslie, and, and send us an email question. If perhaps you don't have time to uh, pick up the phone, don't want to drive you off the road there, you're a little too busy, just send it on over later. We will try to get back to you as best we can, including answering some of those right here on the program. Let's get right to that email bag. Okay, folks. First up, we've got Pat in Fargo, North Dakota, who writes, I removed the weight bells from the double-hung window. What can I incorporate into the windows to still hold them up without a stick? I did so for insulation of the windows. Oh, I see. So, in other words, you took the weights out from the old double-hung windows and probably Mm -hmm. filled the cavity with insulation. Um, Okay, well, that's one way to do it. Um, Probably the best thing that you could have done, Pat, is to put in a replacement window, which uh, means you would have taken out both the uh, weights and the window sashes and slipped the new window inside. And believe it or not, they're they're not so expensive these days. You can buy them for probably as little as a couple hundred bucks. But since uh, you now don't have uh, any uh, windows that are staying up because you've disabled the, uh, the mechanism, another thing that you can do is you can pull out those sashes and they have um, spring-loaded sashes that sort of trap or sort of squeeze. Oh, like squeeze the, to single, the outsides. Yeah, exactly. They sort of squeeze it and hold the windows up. But to do that, you have to pull out the actual operable sashes. So you remove those, you put in the spring-loaded jams, slip it back in, and you're good to go. 
All right, we've got another one here from Nick in Houston who writes, we've been caught off guard by the last few storms, so I want to get our aging roof replaced before there's a major problem. One of the estimates we got advised that we'll need to weather tape, in quotations, our roof if we want to be sure it'll stand up to a severe storm. Is weather taping just contractor jargon, or is there really something to this? Uh, yeah, it's technically known as weather scotch taping. <laughs> <laughs> Comes in a little roll. You'll need about a thousand of them. Uh, you know, it is contractor jargon. Tape, in this instance, is probably speaking about flashing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, it hmm. used to be the flashing was just metal, but now it's flexible. And yes, it does come in rolls. And so they often call it weather taping. It means to flash your home's leak-prone areas from, from the impact of water. So where would this be? This would be, for example, where the plumbing vents come through the roof or where the roof intersects with the sidewall or around windows or doors and other places. It, it, you know, flashing is used both on the siding uh, as well as on, on the roof space, too. And so what the contractor is talking about is, is simply adding the flashing, which, of course, is a necessary part of the roof replacement. So I don't know why he's citing it out as, as special, but maybe it's just because he likes to use big words. <laughs> he wants to be confusing. Yeah, if you're going to use flashing, um, probably you're going to want to look at one of the high-tech ones, like the products from Grace. There's Vicor Plus, which is for door and windows, and there's roof detail membrane, which helps you with those uh, crevices around the roof. Uh, details on that is available on our website as well as on the website for Grace Construction at graceathome.com. And you know what? To just clear up the confusion, Nick, you might just want to next time you meet with your contractor say, so by taping, do you mean flashing? Well, let's talk about these other products. This way you know exactly what you're getting. There's not going to be any confusion and you can make sure that you get the best product for the job, for your climate, and you'll be really happy. Yeah, you know, one great way to get the respect of your contractor is to know their jargon. They'll, oh, they'll, yeah. They won't pick on you that way. That's true. <laughs> this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Coming up next week on the program, believe it or not, it's time to get ready for the holiday season. Hooray! I That's love it. Right. I'm so you love excited. the season, don't you? I do. I love well, it. Well, you might be pulling together those final details for travel plans. You know who else is pulling together their final holiday details? The burglars. They're getting ready to strike. The holidays are a big time. People are away. The burglars come out to play. It's peak time. We're going to make sure you know how to keep your home invaluable safe. Find out next week on The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.